Fishing is hot, even though the water's cold. Fishing for a premier species on this upper Mississippi is bringing the heavily clothed fishermen out. Uh, they're in their boats, they're on the bank, they're on the barges, being populated by those who really want to get a thrill of a good fight and maybe even a record fish. This is How's the Bite from Murray Bait and Tackle on the south end of Guttenberg under the big walleye on St. Patrick's Day where Bob Irvin, entrepreneur in jigs, is located. Bob, it's a little cool today, but that doesn't get in the way of good fishing, does it? Uh, today is chilly, Ken, with wind chill. We're sitting around zero, one degrees up here in Guttenberg. Very cold. Uh, I had three or four boats go out today. I don't know if they get tucked in. We got the northwest wind today uh, bringing it in. So a few guys out on the float, I believe. But really, the story on how's the bite comes from uh, several days before. Not going to get a good uh, sample size today with the fishermen, but boy, they they did get out hot and heavy at the beginning of the week and midweek here. So, what's um, really going on right now? I mean, this is hopefully a brief period. Uh, you've got cold, clear water, moderate flow through the dams on the Mississippi. What's causing the walleye to be so hungry? Water temp has been 34 to 38, like on those warmer days, 38 we're seeing. Those fish are getting a signal, I believe, or the temperature that it's getting time to spawn. Uh, Your large female walleyes are full of eggs from the winter. They're coming out of their wintering holes. Right now, we're going to see guys fishing in between the wing dams. We're going to see them fishing down uh, Ackerman's Cut, some different areas where the fish winter in, you know, 30, 40-foot holes. Mixed in there, they'll be catching some catfish, all those wintering holes where all those fish will hang out. Um, where they become lethargic, they're starting to wake up, they're starting to move, they're starting to transition, and it's going to be a long, drawn-out transition, I believe, this year until we get some warmer weather. This week has been unreal on a bite. Um, everybody's asking, how's the bite? How's the bite? So we're telling the truth up here at Murray's. We're not going to tell you to come up if they're we're just going to tell you it's been a rough bite. It's been this, but this bite, if you follow Jamie uh, on Landing 615 or you follow our page on Facebook, you'll see some really nice female walleyes being caught. They're starting to move. They're starting to get on the sandbars um, and some ripples where those fish will uh, hang out until they're ready to, to spawn. And then the uh, perch are also starting to come up. Uh, we haven't even seen anything prime, though, Ken. It's, it's just starting. They're catching a lot of slot fish. We think that that slot that it got issued a couple of years ago is obviously it's really working. We're seeing a lot more more fish, so a lot bigger fish in that 20 to 27 inch range this week. It's been a really good week. Really happy to see people come in with a smile. Some folks catching some really nice fish, sometimes their biggest and uh, record fish for them. Bob, I assume the ice fishing season is over, but uh, is it worth going out after crappie? perch or bluegill by either fishing from the bank or in a boat? Yeah, so that's a that's something that guys are trying to do. Um, the ice is still there on some of our parts of the upper Mississippi River. I'm getting some really nice pictures sent to me from a little bit further north, DeSoto Bay area, Lansing area, up in that area, La Crosse area. They're still able to get out. 
I'm not saying it's safe by any means, whether they're in an airboat or uh, getting out on some ice, but those are some of the areas that are really, really good. Um, yet late ice bite, uh, a couple limits of perch caught and some jumbo perch, 14 and 7 ace I had a picture of. Um, and that's somewhat our area too. It's just people will travel the extra hour and a half, two hours to go uh, chase that if they're not into walleye or want to get their boat out yet. I just had a vision of fishermen floating by on an iceberg. Uh, yeah. I hope that never comes to pass. Oh, I hear about those stories here in the tailwaters. Um, that stuff has come through. For us, the fields of ice have come through from the channel. The channel's wide open. But the older generation, uh, I'd say some of those guys probably aren't aren't with us anymore, but they tell stories of their parents and their grandparents of floating down on the ice chunks. And I don't know if we got smarter or if we got more educated or not as brave or something. I'm not sure. But uh, you don't see it. You don't see it anymore. So you're having good traffic in the bait shop. What's your projection on the next month or so as far as the river and the fishing go? So we kind of follow the water temp, Ken, for, for the spawn. Um, right now, ice off, the northerns will come in and spawn. That might be something that folks would like to go after um, in those backwater spots up to the tailwaters over by the spillway. They're spawning probably right now. Um, and then we have the walleye perch spawn, uh, mid forties is what we're looking for. I always look for around 40 degree water temp. They start getting more active. They start actively feeding. They are hitting a little bit harder on the bait. They're feeding up for that spawn, knowing that they're going to have a week, 10 days where they're going to maybe not be as active biting. They're going to, they've got their jobs to do. So, um, we are seeing that right now, Ken. It's just kind of a lethargic bite. They're just kind of hanging onto the bait. They're pinning it down, these walleyes. They're pinning it on the bottom. We call it pinning it or chinning it. Just a different kind of a bite, but you'll notice they're doing that. A lot of stinger hooks or cheater hooks that the guys are using because they're just taking that tail of the bait, just being like, oh, I just want to taste that a little bit. And uh, uh, unless you're using plastics, it's kind of a slower bite. It's a softer bite until we get around 40 degrees. Then then it'll be a lot of one-eyes, blade baits, more erratic uh, reactionary bites. They're still getting them on those, but a lot slower of a bite um, as far as how they're mouthing it. Not that they're not hitting it. It's just it's just they're barely grabbing, hanging on to the bait but in, instead of smacking it. I talked earlier this week with uh, Jamie Dinger at Landing 615, who has the barge and takes people out to it. And uh, he was out there talking to some of the fishermen on what they were using at the time and uh, looked like they were doing well. Well, let's go to the Mississippi River where uh, Jamie Dinger is taking one of his customers across the river right now to out to the barge that he uses for fishing. Jamie, uh, fairly early morning, what's the situation? Well, we're taking Dave Brown over. He's from Chicago. He wants to get out there and catch some fish. I've been getting a lot of pictures sent back from the guys on the barge right now. They're doing pretty good, catching a lot of slot fish. Well, that's uh, all right. I mean, the, the, the fight is still there. The regret is they're not big enough to keep. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some going to stringers. I'm stringers and baskets and whatnot out here. So it's not that they're not getting fish to keep. They're they're having a good day. What is it about this, uh, you know, this early spring time here that's making this fishing good? Well, 
fish are moving up to feed to get ready to spawn. That's the bottom line. They're just moving up, and uh, you sit right below the dam at Guttenberg. Are they like salmon? Do they go through that dam? They oh, yeah. Through. Yeah, they'll, they'll swim through. It's got to be fairly cold out there, doesn't it? It is. You want to wear your striker outfits and windbreakers and everything else to stand out here in this cold, windy day, but it's worth it to catch the fish. Uh, guys are also out here catching perch, too. So, How long do most people stay out in this kind of weather? Uh, they'll, they'll stick it out most of the day. This winter, we've had a strange up and down on temperatures. Did you find it unusual on how much time that the barge was available? Yes. I mean, as soon as the ice uh, broke out below the lock and dam here, we pretty much got it over here and got fishing. Fishing's really just starting to pick up here in the last couple of days. So, Any particular rigs that they're using that are working best for catching walleye? Uh, a lot of guys are using plastics and hair jigs, so I can, I'm just out here now. What are you guys using for bait? Ringworm. Ringworm? Firecracker, ringworms. Yep. You just released a 24-inch. Nice. How many so, people are at the barge? Six guys are out here right now. So. And, Jamie, what's your cost for them to come over there? Uh, $20. $20. Now, is that one time? Can they go back and forth during the day, or is that one time? Uh, just, just one time, basically. I mean, if they forgot something in the vehicle or something like that, I'll run them back over. But it's, as long as they don't make a habit of it or whatever, you know, it's it's all good. What about uh, facilities? Do you have restrooms out there? Yep, we've got two porta potties out here. We've got a wood-burning shack, picnic tables, benches, a grill. Pretty well equipped out here. Do you deliver pizza? Uh, we do when people order it. <laughs> Full service, I would think. It sounds like. As far as uh, going across the river, do you have times that you don't do it because of wind, or what's your call? No, the the only the only time I don't do it is when the water is really high, uh, and the rollers are wide open, only because the current's too swift under the barge to catch fish off of it. So as long as the the rollers are down and the fish are biting. We're going to be out here. All right. Jamie Dinger, right there at the landing 615, I believe it is, right on the river in Guttenberg. Uh, thank you very much for talking with yeah. me. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. You were at the Eastern Iowa Sports Show last weekend in Cedar Falls. I know cabin fever is a major disease now. Did you uh, have a pretty good crowd? Yeah, it was just like our Des Moines show. Um, a lot more selection there. Of a little bit of a little bit of this and that, camping, outdoorsy stuff. Just people wanting to get outside. It was a perfect weekend for it, um, as we thought it would be. Uh, sold a lot of tackle. See a lot of guys. We see the the same guys every year, and it's nice to to see them have them come up we talked about how good of a bite it was actually while, while we were setting up weather came through what is it uh, yesterday was rain and snow the last three weeks have been snow on thursdays up here ken so it's just been kind of a thursday thing for us uh we were setting up in the snow another snowstorm and uh i was just seeing friday saturday just the pictures from landing 615 and some of the pictures people are posting just a lot of big fish and we're 
we're stuck there at the show and we're just like, oh, I wish I was over on the river. But a lot of people were talking about how good the fishing over here is, is here in Gothenburg, and, and it was it was good to see. Bob, do you have any new technology for the coming year in your store or any new suppliers' products you're putting up? We did, actually. Um, this is, has nothing to do with fishing, but it could be for barbecuing and stuff. We we did pick up uh, at the show, there was smoking butt barbecue sauce. I just tried it the other night. They're out of Davenport. They have a store, and he was just next to us. He was busy all week, and I'm like, we got to have that stuff for the campers and, and for that stuff. So we did their dry rubs, their uh, barbecue sauce, and then we we did pick up a lot of different stuff here. Um, this year, we have a whole end cap of big bite baits, the slim minnow for plastics. We've got the new Kitex out. B3 blades, blade baits for walleyes, we picked up. We carried those. We've got some new Rocky One Eyes, uh, Wonder Bread colors uh, that are new. And I'll post all that stuff on Facebook. We also have, we're getting into a little bit more different hornets. Salmo hornets, some hard baits that were that we picked up new, and we talked about that lithium technology with the uh, bait coolers and the aerators. We do have those in now, so the angle aerator um, where you can recharge them, and you don't have to go through all the batteries. We did get that stuff in. Um, just a few new things. Look out on our page that we're getting some of that stuff in. Some new Rapala fly nice with their aeration. Uh, lithium too that we got in um pretty much that's it i guess st croix rods we got the two new panfish advid series and we've got the new walleye tournament legend or the legend tournaments for st croix and we've got the new walleye series for the advid as well well we're going to follow things closely here bob as we continue on your facebook page is a great place for people to go and uh, the podcast, as often as we need to here, as we see what kind of river season we're going to have for the year. And, folks, if you're listening on St. Patrick's Day, we're putting this out on Friday, and you want to play like you're Irish, do so with a little bit of moderation. Uh, be safe, uh, whether you're fishing or celebrating. And one thing you can do over the weekend here or anytime, come by Murray Bait and Tackle for all your fishing needs as well as expert advice and friendly conversation. Bob, there are times when there's six people in the store and nobody's buying anything, but it seems like they're having a great time. Yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of guys that uh, transfer information here that tell us how the bite is. Um, I haven't been out yet on the walleye, so it's just interpreted information, some really good information, some really good guys that come into the store and help us out. And want folks to have a successful trip and, and a safe trip out there. So we will have some folks in today and this weekend. It's just going to be really chilly. And then on those warm days, Ken, like Wednesday, it was 55 degrees. We had 50 boats out. The float was full. Everybody's ready to, to get into those fish. So exciting spring. We should have a good month of fishing. It's usually uh, March 15th, April 15th is the spawn um, or the bite. And and then after that, we'll get into the crappies and, and the bluegills and the panfish bites. So it should be good. We've got one more feature for you today, and that is with Sam Willett, who's a fishing guide from Dubuque. Uh, he has a lot of fishing experience, and he's turned it into a business. Uh, he's a licensed captain. And talk to me about his work and his joy in taking fishing clients out on the river. 
Well, I've been fishing the Mississippi for over 40 years and getting up towards retirement age, I thought it'd be kind of a good job to do, a little hobby job to do uh, going into retirement. And so far, it's been working out really good. I've been guiding out for over five years and uh, just re-upped my captain's license for another five. So hopefully it continues to grow. Have you been an avid fisherman through your adult life? Yeah. Yeah, I, I my my dad had us out on the river and stuff when we were kids, you know, and 50 years ago, and just continued to fish and uh, really got into the walleye fishing tournaments and stuff growing up. And always been a passion of mine. What uh, type and size of boat do you have, Sam? I've got a 19-foot Ranger that I use and uh, had a bigger Lund and stuff, but... Uh, this uh, glass boat's been working out real nice for me. It's a nice little package and uh, gets me around where I need to go now and stuff. So, Well, tell me about a normal day for you. How many people do you take out? How many hours do you stay out? Where do you go generally? I fish anywhere from Guttenberg down through Bellevue. Generally, it would say that you get up upwards of more than three people in the boat. She starts getting a little crowded, but I've had up to five. You know, some families want to go out and stuff and they want to just get out and say they were out in the Mississippi River. Uh, a lot of people actually, surprisingly, don't care if they catch fish or not. Then I have a lot of river rats that want to learn the river better or learn different techniques to catch walleye and stuff, and they'll come out. So I get quite a mixed bag of people, really. What's your favorite species of fish to go for? Primarily, I go after walleye because when I'm the kind of walleye fishing I do, we we run into the northern, we'll run into bass, uh, a lot of catfish, a lot of catfish. And uh, so we get, like I say, it's quite a mixed bag of fish that we do catch. Primarily, though, I'm targeting walleye. Uh, my trips are five hours or eight hours. It's a lot to try to pack into five hours. If you try to make it too complicated or try to get too in-depth with it, normally keep it simple and you get the people some fish and hopefully get one of their bigger walleyes they've ever caught and they get their Kodak moment with that fish and, and things of that nature. Do you have a live well to store those fish in? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. We get them back and if uh, we have that slot limit in these pools now, so Getting a, a day out there where you can say, oh, I'm going to come in here with a 12-keeper walleye, that doesn't necessarily always happen. It, we get a, a few eaters to take home, and maybe they get their one, uh, we call them a slot fish, anything between 20 and 27 has got to get thrown back. So that's a nice pitcher fish for the people. And they're all smiles and happy. You know, they've never caught a walleye that big before, so they're they're happy with it. I go out of uh, Midtown Marina in East Dubuque, Illinois. It makes it nice. I'm not meeting the people necessarily at the boat ramp. I meet them right there at the dock each at the marina, and they got a bar and grill there. So a lot of times we're taking off at 6.30 in the morning, so our trip's done by 11.30. I'll drop them right back off at the dock right there at the marina. I take the boat, and I go up, and I get the fish cleaned and stuff and bring them back down to the people. And by then they're getting done with their lunch or beverage at the Marina Barn Grill there. And it's kind of a nice little venue for them to relax once we get back off the river while I go clean the fish. So that's the five hour. I've had some people that, 
you know, say, hey, would you mind stopping back at the marina? Or there's even marinas downriver more where there might be a restroom if they need it. Or most of the guys have been pretty good. I've had to make a couple stops back to the marina, but it is what it is, you know. <laughs> it's hard to get a guy's wife to want to go to the bathroom in the river or whatever if you're out here in the boat. So you just take them back to the dock for a minute. You you want them to have a good experience, and if you catch big fish, it's even a better experience. So the the worst you have is excellent. It, yeah, I mean, like last year, we were kind of struggling with uh, walleyes. It was kind of a slow day, but I noticed uh, on the backside of a, a couple wing dams, the seagulls were diving and stuff. Well, we went in there and we started just absolutely pounding these uh, wipers and stripers. And I didn't even know that uh, this pool had wipers in it until I found out later they did. Because a lot of these wipers we were catching that I thought were stripers uh, were running into that 20-inch area. And they were just huge. And you could pretty much throw anything out at the splashing going on behind the wing dam and you are going to catch one. But the people just had a, a ball doing it, you know. And we stood there for two hours just catching striper and wiper after wiper. And then these things are huge. And just had a great time doing that that day. And there's there's always that kind of option, too. Usually it's pretty hard in five hours, like I say, not to stumble into some walleye somewhere. You can't guarantee fishing, that's for sure. What's your opinion of the fishery? in the pools that you fish? I feel the slot limit that they have put on really, really helped getting the 20 to 27 inch population back. Believe it or not, there are some days I'm out there and you may catch a few smaller walleye, but then you're catching nothing but slot fish. And it's really hard to get a few eater fish for the people to take home. Overall, I think the walleye fishing has improved, and I know now up by Guttenberg there now, this will be their first year of having that going up there, and that's the people will notice that real quick, the improvement that that's going to make to their fisheries. It's kind of at first, you know, you get these guys that only fish the tailwaters in spring or fall, it's, you know, it's their big hurrah for the year, you know, and to sit there and throw a 22-incher back and stuff, it's kind of going to bug them for a little bit, but by the same token, it's in the long term going to help it. It's going to help their population. There's just going to be some days I don't even mind if I go out and I'm catching nothing but 14 inches or something. Okay, well, that's telling me that we had a really good class of fish coming in, and then they're all going to be eaters next year, you know. So I, I think it's been a great improvement. Uh, what months are you guiding, and uh, how can people get in touch with you? Okay, you can get hold of me at samoutdoors.com. I have uh, my phone number being 563-542-3387. Um, they can go to my web page with that information and pricing is fishindebuke.com or they can go to Facebook to Walleyes to Whitetails LLC, and you'll see all the information on that page also, contact information, pricing, and things of that nature. So, Sam, as I have it, if people want to get in touch with you, samoutdoors.com, fishindebuke.com, and 
542-3387. And what months of the year do you guide? I go out anywhere from usually like this time of year, ice out until it starts freezing up, which is usually March to November in those months there. It's like I say, I get such a variety of people. I get guys that have been fishing the Mississippi River for years, and they just want to know how to go out and catch walleyes, you know, or how to read the river. Um, and them are the kind of people I know that I'll probably never see again because they have their boat and stuff. But when I show them some of these techniques that are just absolutely almost too simple to believe, they, they always thought to catch walleye, it had to be so much more complicated. And it, it really isn't. It's especially during the summer months. People can take a family out and catch walleyes. I mean, it's that simple. It's like I say, some of these people that have their own boat, you just take them out there and I'll take, uh, whether it's kids or whatever, especially if you got kids, it's a great way to do it. But I do a lot of jig dragging. It's just the simplest, easiest way. I can get six lines out and you're just dragging them down through the sand ripples. And it's just an amazing way to catch a lot of fish. You're going to catch a lot of catfish, occasional drum and stuff, but uh, primarily it's walleye you get doing it. And guys that have fished the river for years, they just can't believe that it's something that's incredibly simple, you know. But it is certain techniques to it, but what they're there for to learn it. So, well, Sam, well, you uh, sound like you love what you do, and that's yeah. the first step at being good at it. And, yeah, uh, I hope people will get in touch with you. And uh, thank you very much for talking with me. I appreciate you taking your time, Ken. So make sure you come by Murray Bait and Tackle, 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 6 to 3 on Sundays. Let them know how's the bite if you'd like. For Bob Irvin, I'm Ken Root. Be safe, be happy, and good fishing.